0: This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport, powered by fans. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top tier lineup, just like a front three of Reese, Keen and Frockyard, right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Are you in? Order now on the McDonald's app. You can also get rewards points delivered so that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants, 18 plus, rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com.
1: The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. As football fans, we often pride ourselves on knowing everything from which substitution can turn the game around Let's all take a moment to talk more than football.
0: Hello again. Nobody I'd rather be Zooming with on a Monday morning. How's things?
2: Indeed, it's a brilliant start to the week, and not Great start to the day. You wake up and you know you've got a Zoom schedule with George Hodgson. It's a truly privileged place to be. Yeah, well, um, really well. I had a very chilled day yesterday. Um, I took in all the sports on offer. Obviously, you started with the cricket in the morning, Australia against India, and then Super Sunday, and then you had the World Grand Prix of Darts Finale last night, where we saw a dazzling performance from cool hand Luke Humphreys in dismantling Geroen Price to win his first ever major title. So yeah, all in all, it was a good day. And obviously, I had a roast in amongst it all. So you could say it was one of the great days. So yeah, so, I've woken up with a bit of a spring in
0: my step today. How are you? Are you well? A bit tired from last week, that travelling's taking it out. I mean, it's a long old way to Ipswich, is it? Did and you the- drive to Ipswich? not Long way to drive and then drive home with a working day in between. So it was always going to be the train for me. But, yeah, I was absolutely done. I know you weren't because you messaged me at half ten saying, Hotwoods now on Saturday night. But there was no no chance I was coming to Hotwoods at that time. I was done in. But you were still going strong.
2: Yeah, I am. Um, I waltzed in at about quarter to 2 a.m. I'd been to Cuckoo and Hotwoods and all that. Mixed hut? Um, uh, not mixed hut. I always go to Milano's because I've... I feel slightly sorry for Martin in Milano's because obviously Mixort's next to this like. Milano's is next to one of the great takeaways in the world. So I always try and share the love with Martin from Milano's. Um, Don't get me wrong, I am. Is he well? I do also occasionally go to Mixort. He's always well, he's Martin. Um, He's taken on a new new, uh, business venture at Deepdale Tandoori. He's taken that over. Wow. So at the moment, he's sort of just, you know, mixing his time between the two. So you don't always get the privilege of seeing Martin. More often than not, when that's the case, I just turn around and go straight to Mix heart because there's nothing to feel um, guilty about. So, yeah, Martin's one of the great people. I once went to the toilet in, in Milano's. There must be very few people who can claim to have been downstairs in Milano's but I am one of them I've been behind the counter with Martin
0: you've got quite a special bond can't imagine any customer and owner has got it quite like you and Martin so
2: no we have a special bond it's a lovely thing it is and it's blossomed over over the best part of two or three years now because I always used to go to the mix up, but Martin opened my eyes to, uh, to more and something that could be more at the end of your night you know a takeaway but it's more than that with me and martin it's a special bond you know we have that sort of we're just really <laughs> good friends we have that connection despite the language barrier
0: lovely how was your trip by cambridge you were there early weren't you time you set off left- switch this is for any confusion
2: yeah we left um south ribble at 6 a.m and then we got to cambridge at half, about half past nine and it's a great place
0: cambridge I've never Massive, been. I mean, I've been meaning to for a while. It's nice.
2: It's uh, it's incredibly liberal. Yeah. I felt at times like I like I was an extra on Sex Education, the Netflix um, oh, yeah. program, because like there's people just riding everywhere on bikes. It's just a really, it's just a nice place to be. Mm. Um, and obviously, they've got quite a few nice. Um, nice places to refresh yourself as well so that's always a bonus yeah we had a really nice time in Cambridge we left there at about about half 12 it's only like an hour an hour and a half to it switch from there on in so um, we really nice drive. I think it's a massive myth that Ipswich is a horrible journey now I appreciate that I wasn't driving for issues that we Discussed and alluded to last week with regards to my car, which is still in a critical condition. For anyone who's still concerned over that matter, oh God. I got tweeted after last week's podcast of how the how the car is doing, but it's still um it's still in a tricky situation. Are you sleeping? But anyway, I am because I know it's in the safest possible hands. Hmm. Um. Anyway, where was I? Cambridge. Yeah. So. Oh no. Yeah. Which driving. A massive myth is a horrible drive. I think the A1 and A14 are lovely roads to drive on, quite scenic um, and enjoyable. And I didn't have an issue whatsoever with the journey. Um, and neither did the driver of our car, Harry Bates. So it's not as if, you know, he's You're just and sat he's there. Yeah. And I'm just sat there having a few drinks in the, in the uh, shotgun, just <laughs> thinking that everything's hunky dory. That isn't the case.
0: Respect Um, for your passengers.
2: Oh, big time. Mm.
0: Yeah.
2: So, yeah. It was a nice drive. I always think it's a nice drive at Switch.
0: Is it that much different to Norwich? Because obviously, Ipswich is a lot further down, isn't it?
2: Yeah, it's, what is it? It'll be about 30 to 40 miles south. Um, No, I don't think there's too much difference. But you tend to go to Cambridge and then onto Ipswich, whereas Norwich, I'm not entirely sure, to be honest. Other people will be much well more versed than I am.
0: I enjoyed it. I enjoyed Portman Road, first time there for me. Very yeah. old school feel to it. it it's a real amphitheatre for football. Oh, it is. The fans are on top of you. Everyone wears blue yeah. or they away kit. It felt, like, it felt like everyone was in football shirts.
2: Yeah, and... mental. Yeah, it was really odd. It was like you were, it was like you were, like a recording of, what was that show called that we used to watch in our youth? They used to play at Millwall. I can't remember the name of the show.
0: I haven't got a clue. What
2: like used a, to play at the dead. it was like a TV program. Oh, this is, this is ridiculous. I'm googling it. Two sex, I won't be a second. I think it was on ITV2,
0: like a series,
2: yeah, but not like a series. It was like something you'd watch like when you were younger. This is this is incredible. The pressure's on here to find it. Dream Team, dream team. Do you ever dream team? Nope, never, never tuned into that. Well, Clueless. I've no doubt. I've no doubt that a lot of the listeners will have watched Dream Team. So for their benefit, it was like being outside of the ground on Dream Team. Literally, everyone's got the club top on. Uh, there was a few chants initiated by the away end. You're just a town full of shirters, which uh, which amused me and a few <laughs> others. Because um, <laughs> literally, the all-war football shirt, it was all, oh, really.
0: Yeah. But, <laughs>
2: uh, yeah. yeah, it's a great place, Portman Road. Really is. Um, it's conducive to noise and atmosphere. Like I said, uh, the supporters are on top of the playing area. A really nice ground, worth going if you if you um, if you're put off by the mileage, don't be. Enjoy the drive and then enjoy your experience at Portland Road. It's worth worth
0: experiencing at least once in your life. Norwich fans just twig. They all wear shirts as well, don't they? Yeah. There's yeah. not much going on. Elsewhere in these places, I feel so no, true. they're really just all for the team, aren't they? Yeah,
2: big catchment areas, are not they?
0: Yeah, massive. There was definitely a sense of like a club alive though before the game. Did, I don't know if you'll probably didn't hear it, but when their team coach arrived, there was a guy in a microphone. They're here, and everyone's like, Yes, like, and, yeah. <laughs> people getting off the team, team bus and stuff. Kieran McKenna, like as he's walking into the ground, i like, Bloody hell, he's absolutely buzzing, aren't he? And I guess we'll soon why found they out why they're buzzing, yeah. yeah, yeah. Not bad, are they? Like, we knew they were good, but I thought, it's not going to be as tough as, as Wednesday night. I was quite confident going into the game, actually, getting, getting something. But they've just got so many goals in the team and they're so attacking, aren't they?
2: Yeah, that's the thing, they're utterly relentless. They don't they give really you a moment of whatsoever. And the game was, like, ridiculously open, but they back themselves to score more goals than you. Um, and, you know, as it proved, that's exactly what happened. Um, as, as obviously, the goals at North End conceded are utterly abhorrent. Like, right? so soft, it's untrue. Which isn't like North End, because, like, a hallmark of, of like, under Ryan Lowe is we've been hard to beat, hard to break down, hard to score against. We defend our box really well. We sit deep because we relish ball coming into our box and we'll get rid of it but that just didn't happen on Saturday. We lost the ball high up the pitch and they seemed to have the freedom of Portman Road, largely. Um, and they looked like scoring every time they, they um, genu-
0: the um They genuinely off. did, yeah.
2: Like, it was yeah. like, oh, well, there's another. Yeah, yeah. Uh, As Partridge would say, there's another. Striker, eat my goal. So that's pretty much what it was like. <laughs> uh, and then yeah. you get back in the game, you get back in the game through their sloppiness as well, really. Yeah. You know, it was only like a... Hopeful the ball from Brady over the top, which they just don't deal with, and it ricochets into Frockyard. I tell you what, that melee was, um, was once for the ages.
0: I couldn't see, see it because no, I was obviously in the top tier opposite, I couldn't see any Preston oh, fans, my. and I could barely hear minute as well. Like, it, it, you're joking, know, no, like it was really strange for me. Like, I could even when Whiteman scored, I imagine that wasn't quite as loud, but. Yeah, it, yeah was, it, it felt it felt really distant. Um, Did you hear
2: us chanting off all oh, in the first half? Because like, yeah, like, I could, but it was, but a it good was... Away end in that first half.
0: No, it was, but it was really quiet. Like their noise just kind of took over. I don't know if it's how it's built or whatever, but I yeah,
2: yeah. scarcely hear it, which fans, to be honest, from that away end. So that's a bit of a shock. Yeah, you know, because the away end was Is really that? good in the first half. It was loud, really loud, and yeah, that melee for Frockyard's goal. There were people like there were there was limbs everywhere there was like people upside down i always <laughs> i always find it <laughs> hilarious how people end up upside down yeah
0: um
2: but yeah well, there was it was, was one of them where the, ball of was,
0: the ball was just bouncing and you're like go on go yeah. on yeah, it was just like, go on, yeah.
2: Go on. and it just went utterly nuts it was incredible um the art of the melee still going um uh, and one drawback that you might allude to at Ipswich is the fact that the away end's not that great in terms of where it is in the ground. Like, mm. you wouldn't associate that away end with melees. Uh, but there was a, a really good a really good melee for that equaliser. It just went absolutely off. And there was a genuine, like, togetherness, really, between the fans and, and players, I thought. Uh, and that really maintained... I mean, there was a lot of, like... Nonsense around me about like, like just Robbie Brady getting yet more like ridiculous stick. And I know he didn't play overly well. Well, he didn't play well at all, let's have it right. He got hooked at all time. But I, I always wonder, like, why, are people, why do people have as much hate as they do? Why is it, like, really almost vindictive with these people? Like, why can't you just try to get behind him? He's obviously not having a good afternoon. This guy's playing to a high level. He knows he's not having a good afternoon. It's, just it's, a, it's
0: a long way to go to just knives out for Brady. And- <laughs> it's not necessary at all. It's bizarre.
2: But I genuinely believe that these people get off on the fact that they're turning up at Ipswich and they're going after Robbie Brady. They're having to do it, Robbie Brady. I just find it totally unnecessary. But other than that, the away end was really good, I thought, on Saturday. Yeah. You know, they were loud all game. Um, 800 good. or so going to it, which is a great following. So, yeah, kudos to all involved. It's just, you're obviously going to get the odd idiots who uh, who has a massive issue with what Robbie is doing on the field.
0: Yeah. He was one of them that, I think there was a few guilty of it. I felt like shouting, you're not going to get a second on the ball here. Like, they are on you straight no. away. But some of our players just seem to look like, Oh, so i take it in, I'll stroll around. No chance. Yeah. You're going to get it nicked off you and they're going to be scoring goals. They're like yeah. that blue machine, aren't they? They're just, yeah, they're just like... Yeah,
2: don't
0: they? Yeah, we'll just keep coming at you, coming at you. And yeah, Pressure obviously machine. Brady's got really punished for that. Although he did yeah. lose it 60 yards from goal and then there's other yellow, uh, yellow shirts that have allowed yeah. Brandon Williams to do what he's done. <laughs> yeah, the are off difficult. and off and off and yeah. off. Yeah, I mean, that was just absolutely insane. Decent finish in the end, but yeah, probably not the kind of opponent Brady wants to be going up against a player like that. Is he's a tenacious, athletic, quick thing that's played for Man United. So yeah. yeah, I imagine Brady probably felt during that first half like, bloody hell, what am I up against here? What can I do? But yeah, he'll he's he's the... yeah, he, well, he got high level, level. Of course
2: he will. international football. Like, he doesn't need some randomer from, I don't know, Mu and Nuke having to do it, does he? <laughs>
0: Like at Leicester, we had him and Cunningham really deep, didn't we? But when you leave space, then them two potentially going to be in trouble. And obviously Watmo goes off. So we're left with Bauer, who's never really a right centre back, Bauer, Lindsay, Cunning, Cunningham, Brady against a team with all that pace and power.
2: Yeah. I was absolutely stunned he in didn't score to a bat former in Whiteman on. I just found that like that was yeah. the obvious
0: thing to do. Could have done that. Um, what was it? Yeah, one one at the time.
2: No, no, no. It was one nil. Or it. So it actually went on to score like, like not long <laughs> yeah. after. So I suppose it might have worked with Bower on the field, but um, yeah, I just thought it was a perfect opportunity. Like we needed to get a grip in midfield, and we just weren't weren't getting it whatsoever. Mm. Uh, so I thought that that was the best thing to do. Obviously, I'm just a fan. I'm no manager, but that's what yeah. that's what I would have done.
0: But you could have brought um, Brady, you could have brought Bauer on and gone to, still gone to a back four, and I don't know, put yeah, Brady on the wing yeah, or something yeah. like that.
2: Yeah, but obviously that didn't happen. But we got back in the game not long after anyway, so it's not not the end of the world. But the most annoying thing about the day was that was that in like a ridiculous open game where you score two goals and then you just concede all goals that are just totally avoidable. Yeah, but they'll be a really good team to watch Ipswich. If you watch them every week, you're in for a ride. You're in for a real roller coaster because you're gonna you're gonna score a lot of goals, but also you're gonna you're gonna have yeah, your yeah. and mouth But yeah, they're a good team to watch. They're a good team. Um, they are they
0: seventeen can... home games. They've scored two plus. That is incredible. Obviously, they absolutely yeah, tore it up in League One, and they've just carried on.
2: They really have. I bet their, I bet their season ticket prices are great value for money. Never mind ours. You know they could charge like twelve grand a season, and there'd still be value for money. Only <laughs> with that sort of record. But yeah, yeah um, so I'm not sure whether they'll be able to maintain it though, because like I said, like when you come up against the likes of like Leicester. Uh, and other, like, quality outfits, they may struggle, you know, they and they really will ship um, some goals. Uh, but, yeah, they're pretty decent coming up against teams like us.
0: I reckon they'll be top six. I reckon they'll do it.
2: Oh, I do, yeah. But, I mean, like,
0: top two. Yeah, you know, yeah. He's obviously a very good manager, is he, there, fella? Because mm. you look at the team, and they've got a few, like, I think the lad at the back, Wolfman's very good. Obviously, they brought a lad on from Chelsea. But a lot of them names, like... They've just been kind of pottering around in the league, haven't they? Yeah, like um, steady careers. And he's just yeah. kind of taking them to New Art. Yeah. Morsi, Luongo, Chaplin, Burns, Burgess. Like, they're not major names. These no, are. Already,
2: all isn't
0: they? Got yeah. them going, hasn't he? Kieran McKenna, yeah. to be fair. Uh,
2: to be fair, he's a sterling job. Uh, and obviously, the place is right behind him. Um, big ground with massive support. Kudos to him. They're going in the right direction. Big club, essentially on the way back to the Premier League. And yeah, there'll be nice times to be in Ipswich. Supporter at the moment, those warm and dizzy times where you can't wait to go and watch your team again. Quite a nice feeling. And to be fair, we've had it for the most part of this season. Uh, today, obviously, it's not been the easiest week. And uh, we've played, to be fair, it's been quite a cruel week in the teams we've played, really. Uh, obviously you were just hoping they could, they
0: could get a point or two, weren't you? Yeah, and we've actually, yeah, yeah we've, we've we've been well beaten in all three, really. Even though there was some positive, positives at Leicester and scored a couple of Ipswich, but yeah, we did. We didn't look better than any of the, any of them, yeah. did we?
2: No, we didn't. But look, it's a cruel week, and and we're still in top three. You can't. You've got to step back and.
0: Uh, yeah, where did we expect to be, and where are we?
2: International break, potentially come at a good time. Time to regroup. Early kick-off on the Saturday in it, Millwall. Yes. So, it'll be a decent team. They're always a decent team. It's tough to beat Millwall. But, uh, they're one of them but, if you yeah. concede the
0: first goal. You're thinking, bloody hell.
2: First goal's important at this level. Yeah, but, but Millwall
0: uh, especially. They're just yeah dogged, aren't yes. they? Gary Rowett loves beating us. Yes. Yeah, he's got a good
2: record against us. Realistically, it's a decent opportunity to get back to winning ways after a break and
0: all that. So... Yeah, we definitely. Can,
2: uh, we can enjoy the week off and we can look ahead to
0: Millwall with, uh, without too much fretting. Talked a lot about football, haven't we? This episode. A bit yeah. weird. What the hell are we doing? Have you got, have you got anything mental to uh, bring up? Not especially. I tried to think. Anything, any plans today? Any plans next week? Pla- well, this week?
2: The plans this- at the weekend coming up Friday, me and my mate James are going to a Simon and Garfunkel night at New Longton Bowling Club, which. <laughs> um, which will be a great night. Um, you
0: are a fan of uh massive yeah, yeah. fan of them.
2: Yeah, I yeah, like Simon and Garfunkel.
0: Um, I think you've been they, to that before, haven't you, Simon and Garfunkel? Uh, well,
2: well, here's a story. Um, I went to one in Blackburn. It was like a story of their career, but in like like, um they did like renditions of the songs in between. It was actually really good, but it all came to quite an emotional halt. During Bridge Over Troubled Water when uh, when a bloke actually had a heart attack midway through. It was just pretty horrendous. Not least because the line in, in Bridge Over Troubled Water was actually when he's down and out, or when you're down and out, sorry. was like having an heart attack on the floor, literally on the front row, just keeled over. So um, it's fair to say that the performance didn't continue after that moment. Sheesh <laughs> to be fair, it was um coming to the day new mon of the thing anyway, but you know, it still wasn't Still wasn't nice. And then on Saturday, I'm I'm going to Lancaster. Basically on the piss my dad has had about nineteen birthday dues this year. Because he's turned fifty in September. So this is the home leg of his um of his birthday due. It's obviously an international break, so it's coming a good time. So we're going around Lancaster. Having a drink around Lancaster. Quite a few quite a few lads going. So um yeah. Should be pretty decent. It's the music, it's a music festival in
0: Lancaster on Saturday.
2: Wow. So, um, so yeah, that should be a pretty good do. I'm looking forward to it.
0: Good plans. Have you been to the um, you mentioned religion last week, going to the local center or something? Have you been yeah, you involved so, with
2: that? Two weeks ago, uh, when I brought it up, um, I, I was quite under the weather on the Wednesday, so I didn't want to inflict it on any of the other people, so I didn't go there. And then it was Leicester away last week, so. I didn't go, but uh, I can't go this week either because I'm working, which is (sighs) a complete nightmare. But hopefully next week I will attend the um, Christian
0: uh, readings at Kingsford Community Centre. And God will be Um, back on our side. He wasn't there, he wasn't on our side at Leicester and Ipswich.
2: Potentially that's why. Potentially that's why we've got beat off West Brom, Leicester and Ipswich.
0: Because you didn't go to the Kingsford.
2: I did actually promise the listenership I would attend and I would get God on our side, but I haven't attended yet. So perhaps if I attend for Millwall, we will get a favorable result.
0: You'd like to think so.
2: I'll tell you what, I'll tell you what, was mental. And I always find it really surreal when these things happen. In the concourse for the game on Saturday, uh, a gentleman approached me and said that he lives in Ipswich and and he's a regular listener of the podcast.
0: You're joking.
2: that's just a lovely thing for someone to wow. say. But I always get quite starstruck. I've no idea what to say. Um, so, yeah, it's always nice when that happens. Quite a few people have come up to me in the past and said it. It's, uh, it's really
0: lovely. It really is nice. Well, good to know there's someone tuning in. <laughs> did he I've not checked him for a while. There could be actually nobody listening to these. They were going no quite nicely last time I checked. What did he say then?
2: No, I just said that he really enjoys him. them. Um, good. And he says that... We're, he said that
0: he didn't say you need to get rid of of else, the shit host.
2: No, not really. He said that more <laughs> or less you are, you are. his only sort of source of North End news, which other than the club, I suppose you are, aren't you? But Lep. Yeah. All right. Yeah, I guess so. Um, and he said that he just really enjoys the podcast. He said he, he said that he thinks it's absolutely hilarious. Such <laughs> an. <laughs> like said, Brilliant, nonsense, did you get man. his name? No, no, it was remiss of me not to get his name But but if you live in Ipswich and you approach me at the weekend And you listen to it now, then you know Thank who you, you are yeah. So uh, yeah, a big a big cheers to you Next year, if they stay up and we don't go up Then um I will get your name And if we're still doing a podcast, I will give you a shout out then Apologies for not getting your name
0: Or obviously if we both go up
2: Well yeah, I mean yeah, that could also happen. We could play mm-hmm. it next season. In fact, it's quite likely if we both go we will we will play it switch away next season. Yeah, that'll probably happen.
0: So he brought back to the game, brought Whiteman, Holmes, <laughs> and Miller on at half time. What did you make of then de- the decision to drop those three? You know, he said need to rotate the squad, but Whiteman out the side.
2: He can't be fit to play 90 minutes. He can't be because it would just be the logical thing to do to start one of your Premier Footballers, wouldn't it? You know, uh, a much better He must have had a big red
0: mark next to his name on the physical data or whatever. Like, he can't... Because McCann's out as well, and then you've not played Whiteman either.
2: Look, it's an odd one. He must not be fit enough to do 90 minutes. But obviously, he looked really good when he came on again. Uh, He just offers that reassurance in midfield. He's just better than the rest of the rest of the players we've got he doesn't help that brown's ill as well so he wasn't at his best miller i can sort of understand the miller thing uh, he hasn't necessarily got involved in the previous couple of games uh he looks okay at leicester in sort of his sort of spells
0: uh, but <laughs> he sent a wild volley over didn't he from about 40 yards <laughs> yeah, ridiculous why on earth was he shooting from there it was never a, a time to shoot to be fair though he actually had
2: he had a pretty good half of thought on saturday he looked pretty lively he ran at their defense you know, it was pretty decent. Yeah. And Holmes, perfectly fine performance coming off the bench. I think I had no issue with dropping in for Mass because uh, he's not been quite at the races uh, in the last couple of games, uh, and it was the right time to bring uh, to bring Frocky in, um, and obviously he scored. He didn't have a bad game at all, so. Uh, yeah, I could could understand all of them.
0: I think we need to get Miller in the team, don't we, like, and find his best position? Because as we alluded to, he's not a wing-back, I don't think, although he can do a job. I think, yeah, his his wing-back's the way to go. I know Potts is good on one side, but obviously Brady's coming in for a bit of stick. He's not had the best few games. Miller's good going forward. I don't know if Ryan knows his best team at the minute. No, probably not. Um... I think Frockyard's one you need to get in the team as well. And obviously not seeing the best of Miller-tan yet. Hopefully, we just yeah, get stronger good, as it goes on.
2: Yeah, it's a good sort of a dilemma to have because in the past we haven't necessarily had the strength and depth that we have now. But like to be able to choose from Holmes or Mass uh, is good. Uh, and then obviously Whiteman not starting, despite you know it might not be hundred percent there, but it's you know it's a good issue to have. Really, I think we'd all rather we play a back four, but Ryan Lowe's not gonna not gonna go away from it. So we may
0: as well just get used to it.
2: It's a tricky one, but you're playing against teams who are just a lot better than you. So you're always gonna look mm. a little bit bereft.
0: And we'll have Reese, we'll have Ramsey hopefully at some point back, McCann Evans. back, Hughes back, Evans. Yeah. So that's yeah, whatever whatever formation you play, there's probably someone you're shoehorning in and not playing in the best position. But I think four, three, three might be the better of the two options. I just think maybe you could go yeah, pot it. story, Lindsay Hughes. You've got your back three anyway, then Whiteman. McCann, Brown or Frockyard Holmes could even play in a front three Miller can play in a front three It's just one of them in it Because there's no, no real out-and-out wingers other than Miller I totally agree with you, totally agree Thinking aloud, mate Miller
2: would be, it'd,
0: it'd be much better in a 4-3-3 three, three,
2: like High up the pitch uh, With a freedom to, to thrill Licence to thrill He's not going to get it under low So we may as well just stop talking about it But I do completely agree
0: Yeah, Millwall and Southampton at home Next, two good home games really Two so yeah, tough home games.
2: Home. Yeah, they are tough. It's cliche that you don't get any easy games at this level. But yeah, you're right. These are tough games. Uh, but, you know, we've been really good at home, barring the blip against West Brom. So there's nothing to fear. We can just go into these games with, with a license to thrill, like I said. We're still in the top three. There's nothing to uh, to sort of dwell on, really. we played Ipswich and Leicester. They're out of the way, away from home. Time to get back to deep, there, bread and butter and get back on track.
0: Put a thing out today, Mark Preston's season out of ten so far. What would you be saying? Going nine.
2: Eight. Yeah. So I think it's been a great start. We'd have all been absolutely made up if we were told. You know, you're going into the October international break and you're in the top three. Would be Christ would be sweeping the flag market. Just that we've had that really harsh week where we've come up against West Brom. Okay, you know, you'd like to you'd like to think that we could have got more out of that game but obviously they were just a lot better yeah. than us and we had an off day uh, and then you go into Leicester away where you're never really expecting to get anything and then Ipswich are in the top two they've had a blinding start to the season they're a good side and we've been beat and the goals we've conceded were largely avoidable but it is what it is we're still third it's been a great start to the season you know we've got a decent break now for a few weeks and, and then it's time to kick on once again
0: yeah we've been right Tons of players are come right down and now we just need a bit of a steady yeah. steady period don't we
2: yeah a couple of home games just is the perfect time to start that as well. It's good to Indeed. get back to deep,
0: yeah. Who've England got over the
2: break? They uh, play Australia at Wembley, don't they? And then they'll have another game, but I don't know who it is. I don't Australia. think it's European qualifiers. Is it
0: Italy? Not Italy.
2: Quite possibly Italy. Italy. Is that a European qualifier?
0: I, I think, think, think it is, isn't it? Because we won in Naples, didn't we?
2: Yeah, we did, yeah. Must be, yeah. Kane, Kane overtook Rooney, did he, in Naples, I
0: think? Yes, but, good um, shout.
2: Yeah, we play. We definitely play Australia.
0: Can't have played Ethereum. Yeah, I, I can't remember England absolute, playing Australia.
2: We played them. More recently than you think, we played him just before the Euros, I think, Wow! uh, at the Stadium of Light. I think Rooney retired and came back.
0: Yes, I think Rashford scored, if memory serves me right, we played him red. Quite possibly, possibly. Mm -hmm. I don't remember the game whatsoever. Haven't got a quiz question for you. It seems ridiculous to do it so early. So, yeah, I completely agree. And plus, just toss and that off. There's only, only thirty five <laughs> seconds
2: remaining of this Zoom call. We were oh aware God, of that. I've done it again.
0: No, great to chat. Yep. once really more. Really
2: enjoyed it. It's
0: in an again. intense week what of great podcasting spot, and zooming. Yeah, it
2: is. was be glad a week off to be honest. Uh, but no, we'll I always enjoy
0: it. Bang Traps. straight back to it, won't we?
2: Oh, big time. will be we'll be in the thrust of it once again next week. Totally. What's your
0: parting message to the listeners?
2: Keep the faith. Back yourself.
1: The Talksport fan network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. They are there to listen without judgment or pressure. 24-7, 365 days of the year. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football.
0: It's the 90th minute and PE are on the TV. You're watching with all your mates and the McNugget share boxes are open for all. Your pal's already been booked for double dipping and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Results. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. Are you in? Participate in restaurants 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com on the McDonald's app. This podcast is proud to be part of the Talk Sport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.